the time we face doom. All right. Well, as I remember. At Avenger headquarters. Welcome to the MCU DNT Plus podcast with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jason Cutter. And I'm Jarian Gibson. Good stuff. Welcome, guys. Good to have you back on this special episode. We are going to do a Black Widow review episode. How do we feel about that before we get stuck in? We're about to get it's going to be it's going to be a good one today. <laughs> I can tell you that right off the rip. And I think uh, a lot of our members have been uh, waiting for this one. So I know Jarian has. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. definitely. I got some yeah. things off my chest here today. <laughs> I bet you have. I bet you have. And uh, do you know what? Um I think that um the preview episode last week, we obviously we didn't really know much other than what we saw in the trailers. Um, yeah, that was all you know, more speculation on our end, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we was just speculating. Now we're both all three of us, sorry, we we're hot off of seeing it. So, um, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. And um, we was just saying, weren't we, before we started recording, that apart from a couple of messages here and there, we haven't spoken about it. So we didn't spend, you know, y- y- for you guys listening, usually when we do an episode, we'll spend 15, 20 minutes chatting before we actually start recording. I mean, although we don't stick to a script and we use it quite, you know, we, we like to try and be quite organic. Yeah, with yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we don't necessarily wing it, but yeah, yeah. We, we try and be <laughs> we try and be quite organic. We're here. We was like, no, we're not going to speak about. Well, it I think all. it worked out well. Where with the the movie, at least, we all saw it at different times, so we kind of like avoided each other as to yeah. not spoil it for each other. You know, and I mean, I didn't see it until literally this morning, about an hour. Boy, <laughs> you're really fresh. I had I had to download it fast because I forgot the podcast, my tickets to see it in the show uh, until later tonight. So (laughs) (laughs) well, look, you know, we're in and um, we've all got we're all now finally set up with our backgrounds for anybody that's watching us on YouTube. We've got Jarian who's who's hitting up. He's doing a bit of an homage here. I can see what you're doing, Jarian, and, and we'll come back to you later. Um, uh, we've got Jason. What you what you got there? You got your little pops. Yeah, you got finally. Your bits. Look at that. Nice. Trying to just snag everything I got in like a little work area, you know, a little space yeah, nice. away from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> How long are you going to keep it like that? Though that's the that's the question. Exactly, exactly. I lock yeah. the door so they don't come in and play with everything. Yeah, that's it. yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're not toys. Leave them alone. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like. But dad, you got it at the toy store. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't touch them. They're dad's toys. Leave them yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, and I've got my backgrounds who have uh, been kindly uh, donated to me. Yes. My uh, favorite film. So, and they're also the, what, the people that have supplied our prize for our competition, which we'll come back to in our next episode, in our uh, episode four. So um, anyway, let's get going, shall we? So Black Widow review. Um, I'm not going to go first. I'm gonna sort of sit back. I wanna, I wanna go straight to Jarian because I know you was really excited for this movie. I know you've got some things that you enjoyed, and I know you've got some things that you hated. So I'm just gonna just chuck it out to you. So go on, dive right in. All right, all right. So I have a, I like, I like the movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a great passing of the torch from Natasha to Elena. Um, for me, the stars of the movie were definitely Yelena and Red Guardian. Um, yeah. The the middle of the movie kind of was like a low point for me. You got a little, 
you know, lost my attention a little bit. Um, yeah, I, but but uh, it picked, uh, same it, with me on that. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it picked up good for the end. It started off great for me. It started off great going back to when they were kids, going back to when they were kind of doing like the uh, the Americans type, you know, role of of infiltrating in America and Ohio. Um, seeing all that kind of stuff, the intro to Dracoff. Um, all that was pretty good stuff. So I liked how they kicked it off. The whole backstory of, of the widows and, and Dracoff throughout history with different Lord leaders and different events was a very big Winter Soldier vibe for me. You know, and yeah. we all thought that it was Winter Soldier vibe from the beginning. Um, but uh, um, I have a love hate with Taskmaster in this film. Um, you know, and I'll start with the good. Okay, so the good, bad, and ugly of Taskmaster in this story. The good. I like the updates of the costume. Um, that backpack was pretty cool, right? The, the sword came out of the backpack. Um, the powers of Taskmaster, the fight of Taskmaster. We didn't get to see as much mimic. Um, I oh, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, the yeah. fighting size, you didn't really get to see him actually copying, you know, within the fights. Very little on that end. So. Ex- exactly. We saw some Natasha. We saw some Spider-Man. We saw some Captain America. Um, we saw some Black, Black Panther. Panther yeah. I'm not 100% sure who the sword was. I'm going to lead towards Deadpool um, because it, it can't be Clint's sword with Ronan because that's after this. So yeah. I'm wondering where the sword play came from. Um, so the fighting things we did see, uh, the update to the costume, that was the good. Um, the bad, though, was I think they went too techie. Um, you know, I always speculated all along that... Um, it was going to be some tech, you know, because I even thought that the tech from Civil War with uh, the, the countermeasures by Tony against Cap uh, were going to be some tech in the movie. So I, I kind of figured that, but the too much tech was was too bad. Um, the ugly, we got no personality. We got no persona of Taskmaster. That's one of the well, that's parts. because it wasn't ta- yeah, Taskmaster. It wasn't Taskmaster. You know, um, and I have I have no problem with Marvel doing a change up, making it uh, in Tony Drakeoff, you know. If it's the story, um, but well, kind of- well, here's here's my thing on that with the the switch up thing. I don't mind it either. I don't even care for gender bending characters. That's yep. fine and everything. But like you said, keep the personality, keep yep. their core, you know, characterizations to it. But yeah. to me, this movie could have completely been done exactly the same using Antonia as a Black Widow and not making her into a taskmaster. Well, so, so I'm, I'm going to jump in now okay. on what you said, Joan, because yeah, I'm going to say what you said, and um, I. I um, Without without sort of getting into a big taskmaster thing, because I'm not as as au fait with the character as you clearly are, and um, but it actually worked really well. Like where she came from, like how how yes. it worked, like why she was there worked well. And now I'm going to throw it straight back to you about what you said about Iron Maiden because yes. it would have worked just as well exactly. if they would have done Ex- that. Yeah, exactly. so they made it work, but what they made work, I wasn't a fan. of. Exactly. It didn't, it didn't have to be Taskmaster, did it? Exactly. No, it didn't have yeah. to. The, the story could have been the exact same without Taskmaster. For example, yes. we we had Melania in the story. We knew that Loved she's her. yeah. We knew that she was Iron Maiden in the comics, right? We even saw the Iron Maiden mask in her little um, armory room in her house. Yeah, that was nice. There was two of them sitting there, and so the whole, the whole thing with Drakov's daughter, they could have made her Iron Maiden two point we know Absolutely. that Iron and I think Maiden, it would have given her an even better story. Exactly, well, exactly. You know? It would have been a story, and taking Taskmaster out wouldn't have changed the story because, you know, her face got messed up from the explosion. They, they could have put her in the Iron Maiden costume, yep. the Iron Maiden mask. We know that in the comics, the Iron Maiden came close to killing Natasha at one point. Um, so it would have been a formidable foe, foe, foe in the movie without wasting Taskmaster. Now, 
if they were bent on using Taskmaster, I have a better way they could have used Taskmaster in this story. Um, for example, early on, we saw them escape Ohio and get to Cuba, and we first see Dracoff in the movie. They could have had Tony Masters right there with Dracoff, right? Yeah. Tony Masters yeah. could Just have been there. Yeah. Yep. Tony Masters could have been right there with Dracoff and the Red Guardian. Masters could have been with Dracoff and the one taking Natasha, taking Yelena, put them through the Red Room program. Because we know that in the comics that Masters, he's a mercenary, he's an assassin, but he also trains people, whether they're S.H.I.E.L.D., X-S.H.I.E.L.D., exactly. Hydra, and so forth. And he so, could have been the one to train her. Exactly. They could have put him in right in the story. But with over the years and as the story moved f- forward, Masters could have gotten older. Masters, Tony Masters could have hand the mantle to his daughter. She could have been the Taskmaster mm, in this yes, film. Yes. It would have fit much better. Because right. think about it. We saw Dracoff initially. He was younger. We saw them later on when Natasha was older. Dracoff was older. Who to say Masters couldn't age like that? Had a daughter. We know in the comics that Masters had a wife who was also S.H.I.E.L.D. X-S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. They could have had a daughter. She could have been Antonia Masters. It would have fit so much better. And she could have the ex- exact same traits as her father. And this is where, right, so now this is where my, uh, not, I wouldn't say theory, but my, my thoughts go. Um, in the movie, it was the Taskmaster program. Yep. Yes. Um, you've just touched on how in the source material in the comics, Tony Masters trained people. Yep. Yeah. So my, <laughs> call it clutching at straws, call it whatever you want, call it trying to, trying to appease Taskmaster yeah. fans. <laughs> but I'm wondering whether this was a Taskmaster program designed by a Tony Masters. That's what I think they were kind of hinting at. I mean, it does leave it open for, for you know, a Tony Masters version of Taskmaster to show up later we, down we the hope, line, you we know, hope. and maybe they used him or, you know, what they learned from him to create this, you know, program. And that's my, yeah, that big that's boss they're building up down, down the line. But it's just, I mean, to me, it's just, it's kind of a waste. They could have done it in a better way. Exactly. I understand, you know, they wanted it's Nat's movie, and I yep. think they did an amazing job keeping it that. But this is that MCU villain problem that they have, where you don't need to make a or sorry, uh, yep. a bad villain you? to to focus on the main hero. You know, like, it's Iron Man three all yep. over. Absolutely Iron Man right. three, X Men, Wolverine Origins, Deadpool, right? And if you if you rank those three misses by Marvel, where they they brought these villains in, they nerfed them, as people say, um, to make the hero look better. Stop doing that, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, what was the what was the article you had posted, uh, Jan, that with the, um, from Feige there, where he even he literally said the reason they nerfed the Mandarin and couldn't use him is because it would have taken away focus off exactly. of Iron Man. Exactly. I mean, the, the reason I, it would have given the main hero more focus, exactly and more of a story uh, if they're up against a real solid, you know villain like. yeah a, a more formidable foe makes the hero look better not a nerfed villain and so yeah. you look you look they at do it in the comics yeah Why can't they do it in on the movies and, and, and hopefully yes, we, yes we, i know i'm getting to one of those true fanboy type yep. of attitudes right now but i'm gonna pull you both back in a minute so yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> and, and hope and hopefully we, we do get a redemption for taskmaster you know we're getting the mandarin redone with, with shang chi yeah. um we got uh deadpool redone um you know with the series. Yes, um, but one, but yes. if you if you compare the Mandarin with Trevor, Deadpool in X Men Origins and Taskmaster and Black Widow, Black Widow is the worst one for me with Taskmaster. I'm I'm yeah. sorry because and I'll explain why. Iron Man three with the Mandarin, Trevor was an absolute killed that right. You know, exactly. so people call me a terrorist. I call myself a teacher. Was, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, he actually, it was believable, right? Yep. He had the voice, they had the, the the terror there, you know, until that, that twist came, you thought he was the Mandarin. Exactly. Um, X-Men Origins with, with Wade Wilson, Deadpool. At least we got Wade Wilson for most of, you know, for part of that film. Yes, they they sewed his mouth shut. And, yeah, and, and, and they nailed his character, you know, his personality yep. in the beginning. There. Exactly, but Taskmaster, there's no per, there's no persona there. And the the biggest thing about Taskmaster for me is in the persona. If you read the comics or even watch like Avengers Assemble, where he's, where he's in there, the cartoon or the Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, those two are the best Taskmaster representations because you see his thinking, his logic, his persona. It's like, okay, I'm going to counter him with Iron Fist, or I'm going to use Deadpool, or Captain America, or Spider-Man. You get his thinking, his strategy while he's fighting. We got none of that. Yes, we got the technology and the mask a little bit, but him, or I shouldn't say him, but Taskmaster's personality is the best part of him besides his photogenic reflexes for me. Exactly. Yes, it's that balance of the perfect soldier with, you know, the, the human side of him of, you know, being a comedian almost, you know, and it and it shows him working it out, like you said, in his head and like, oh, I remember this punch would kind of react because that's what, like you said, Iron Fist used on me and yep. it, like, that's who Taskmaster is, is the memory and stuff. And like you said, that's also too where they went overboard with the technology yep. and everything on that end, so. Yeah. And they could have made anyone Taskmaster. It, it could have been Rick Mason, who was the, the tech guy of the movie. Um, it, it could have been Antonio like they did. It could have been another widow. It, it could have been Taskmaster himself. As long as that personality, that persona there, that strategic portion of Taskmaster, I've been fine with whoever it was. And, and, and for those of you who don't know a lot of Taskmaster, if you want to see truly what Taskmaster is, if you have Marvel Unlimited, go read the last series on Taskmaster, right? And if you read the, 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 the issue with his fight with Hyperion um, or the fight versus um Okoye and the Royal Guard from um from Akonda, but even the end of that series, the way he just like I'm out and what he says, that is classic Taskmaster. And for me, this was a big miss. Exactly. On that, that's what I think that's one of the best examples you could have given. I mean, especially that the fight with Hyperion. I mean, yep. he, he's fighting basically Superman. Yep. You know, and it, this is a mortal here. So he's he's on his deathbed, cracking jokes as he's pulling grenades <laughs> out of his back. Like, I mean, it's just that is Taskmaster, and that's what I wanted to see. I, I, even if it wasn't Tony Masters, even if it was still Antonio, whatever, yep. the personality. Exactly. You heard that personality. And I think even, you know, using Antonio, having, you know, the, the Budapest backstory and stuff, that would have made those, you know, one-liners and stuff a lot better, come, yep. you know? No, I think, I think the, the, the point is, is that we're not overly fast. I say we're, you guys in particular. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's, you're, not, you're not alone. You're not alone. But... Um, Taskmaster fans weren't necessarily overly bothered by the fact that it wasn't Tony Masters. They were more bothered about the lack of personality exactly. that came with the role. And the problem, with the character itself. That, yes. Yeah, now if I think if you can then look at the other side of that and say, well, actually, because it didn't, the, the Taskmaster or that Taskmaster didn't come with that personality, they could have just gone, Let's not make Taskmaster and make somebody different. Iron Maiden. Black Iron Maiden. Exactly, yeah. And it would have been, and given, given the, the exact same backstory could have been there exactly. for, Anto for Antonio Drakov. She could have been Iron Maiden and it wouldn't have made a blind bit of difference. So now my, my why did they include Taskmaster or that costume at least? Is it visual? You know, was it to do with 
does it you know can it can we make it look good is there somebody flash for natasha for yelena for red garden for whoever to fight you know is there a a a visually appealing villain in this movie um that's probably the reason that they went down as to why they've included that because i mean they look as you quite rightly said jaren they look fantastic. Yeah, I love mm. the costume. But, yeah, really uh, but nice. They could have uh, the same I also think the Iron Man, though. Like, the Iron is like, a, he has a cult following yep. type of thing. He's not actually a popular villain nope. in sense of selling, you know, and making money off of, you know, covers and his own titles and stuff. But so I think they thought they, you know, it wouldn't matter if they switch him up because, you know, he's... He's like Andy, like you said, you know, it's a visual thing. People yeah. See yeah. And you say Taskmaster and they'll enjoy that. Yeah. You know? And you say about selling, selling covers and things like that, Jason. But I tell you what, I bet that sold some toys. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I bet. I mean, I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> I've got the mask. Uh, the new mask. Yeah, I've got one. I love it. I got a shirt uh, right here on. What's it got? <laughs> yeah. You've got oh, the shirt. Yeah. I've got the pop. Yeah, well, we got yeah. There you yeah. go. So we've all, but you know, it's a cool. I mean, it's a it's a cool toy, isn't it? So is it, it, is it a marketing thing? But look, anyway, look, listen, 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 because we've we've chatted about for about ten minutes about Taskmaster. But two last things, real quick. Go on, go on, go on, go on. So one, they could have made Iron Maiden the same visually stunning as Taskmaster, right? If you debt okay. a costume that we see the new updates, that could have been Iron Maiden. She had a hood, she had a mask. Yeah, it could have been Iron Maiden easily. Yeah. Two. Did you guys see the link earlier where there actually was a pre-MCU, there was a Taskmaster film in the works, but they didn't get oh, made? Wow. No, I didn't even see that. It's yeah, there's, there's a link. For me. Yeah, so comic book, comicbook.com had an article earlier today where there was a Taskmaster film in the works prior to MCU. And that film would have been the pers- the personality of, of Wade Wilson, Deadpool, but the, along the lines of uh, Punisher and Blade. That would have been mm. the perfect movie for Taskmaster. Yeah, and so, I agree with that. So I hope at some point Marvel's MCU is the era of its ways. People enough people give feedback to where they say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do you know do another movie here. Maybe at the end of um maybe he well, was, I think they, maybe the I program think lives on. Maybe yeah. the helmet they found, because the, the helmet was left there, so Ross could have grabbed the helmet. Maybe here's where I get frustrated on. with them though, is because they have obviously have learned from this type of mistake. Yes, from the Iron Man 3 mistake, but the way they're fixing it, I'm not a fan of it because they're not technically fixing it. They're not uh, not doing the problem. They're just setting it up so if it does fail, well, we can bounce back and have them come back later. Yep. They're safety netting themselves yep. instead of just getting it right the first time. Exactly. You know? Mm. Okay. And so ho- right. hopefully, and if anyone from Kevin Feige or MCU or Marvel's listening, stop doing this. <laughs> you know, having a very big villain is not going to take away from the hero. Look at Thanos, for example. Look at Winter Soldier. None of those things took away from Captain America or the Avengers. None of that took away. You had a great villain. It you added. didn't serve him. It added to the story. It made the story better. It made the, the, the stakes higher. Stop messing with villains. Thank you. <laughs> I like your thank you. I thought you, you know what, for a minute, I, you, you scratched your neck. So for anybody that's, that's not watching, Jaren scratched his neck. I thought he was just going to take his headphones off and walk off. <laughs> Mic drop it. Yep. I, honestly, I thought you was just going to go, right, that's it, I'm done. I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, good. I'm, do you know what? I think we addressed the elephant in the room now. Yeah, I got that out the way. Right, okay, now. I feel now, better. Yeah, good. I thought you might. I thought you might. Now can we talk about what was actually, in my opinion, and in quite a lot of other people's opinion, a pretty decent movie. 
Well, that's exactly what I, I wanted to jump into now, too. And Andy, I know you'll be right on board because this is where, you know, Jarian and I have the, you know, the, the true comic type of, yep. you know, attitudes. But Andy, you and I also have, we have just the general movie buffs. Mm. This as a film was absolutely spectacular. Yes, the it was. story was spot on. The, the visuals, unbelievable fight scenes and choreography and stuff. It was an amazing movie. Yeah, it was. I mean, if you look at it, so let's look at it from an action movie's point of view. Yeah. So let's say, right, this is an action movie. Okay. We got, we got some amazing fight choreography. I would say maybe not quite on par with Winter Soldier, which for me personally, I would say that's probably our best fight choreography in the MCU, but it's, it's nearly there. I thought it was nearly there. So great fight choreography. Um, I thought, I mean, we had a superb car chase, another superb car chase at the beginning. Um, well, two uh, sort of two kind of car chases, a small one with the flashback scene, but then the, the larger, uh, car chase, I actually going back to fight scenes in the apartment. Yeah. When she, when they first meet up, when yes. Natasha and Yelena first meet up, I mean, tell me that you didn't get Jason Bourne vibes no, yes, absolutely. with yes. that fight. That was just incredible. What a great fight! Absolutely brilliant. So great fight scenes, car chase, prison break. Okay, yeah. I was, I was when I, I was explosions. My, yeah, explosions. <laughs> yeah, you know, great sort of CGI sort of effects at the end. Um, I mean, uh, even the, not even just visually story wise too. I mean, we got not only that the the uh, you know the double backstab, the triple backstab. Yeah. They threw like that. It, that's yeah, hard to that do. Nice. You know, yeah, that yeah. was great. Um, we had uh, so so yeah, we had the, the sort of stunning sort of CGI visuals at the end. Um, I and they tied so, up loose ends as well. You know, yeah, it, it did. You know, it, it, it moved to the story of MCU as a whole and filled in some gaps for us. Yeah, so no, exactly. I can't really complain in that aspect. I, I don't think it really moved the story forward for me. It was more of a gap filler. Um, yeah, that's what I know, meant. You it, know. It, it's yet to be seen what it's going to do for the MCU besides the whole end credit scene. Um, yes. Everything else, I felt I enjoyed the movie. Um, it probably was not one of my top MCU movies, but I enjoyed the movie. Um, it, it did give me a Jason Bourne. Uh, James Bond, Winter Soldier vibe, spy movie the, the whole time through, especially that the triple cross at the end and the whole, you know, the plan that only two of them knew about, you know, um, that was great. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing was very, was very Bond. Was yeah. Very Bond was very Mission Impossible. I mean, the whole thing with, Mission um, Impossible, yes. with, uh, with the agent, you know, Agent Mason, you know, he was kind of like, the he was almost like, yeah, the Q yeah. or the or or like the Felix yep. of James Bond, you know, that person who's the insider. She's built up contacts with these people over in the past and she's got safe houses and she's got people to go to when she's in trouble. Um, really like that. I really like that part of it. it, it um, it's almost like the, it was almost like Tony Stark in a way, without having the full Tony Stark, you know, kind of thing. Cause, you know, he had like he had the the ways of doing the amount of things, the the kind of money, the transportation, yes. that kind of stuff. So it was almost like a Tony Stark-ish role, but without having Tony Stark at all. Mm, yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, get him out of trouble quite a lot. Yeah, um, but for me, though, but for me, though, back to the whole, you know, the story and moving forward and that kind of stuff, this movie would, would have much bigger impact if they released it earlier. Uh, I, I feel it's a yeah. few years Well, what, what do you mean, like, yeah. released it earlier, like, within the year? Like the no, 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 no. Date or, like, in the in MCU's the, timeline? In the MCU's like, if they timeline. released it in real time. Exactly. So, for example, if this movie would have came out around the same time as Black Panther yes. and Spider-Man Homecoming, it would have been a lot better for me. Yeah, or, I agree. I, feel, I kind or, of think, yeah, it should have been released, yeah, in that yeah. gap. Yeah. Or, for me, a better way they could have did it, done it, is make the whole story during the events after Infinity War, right? 
because the snap happened. There's a power vacuum, right? Yeah. That's when Dracoff kind of reemerges and using Widows to do things all over the world. Well, that's exactly because that's what it seems yeah. like they're going with with the rest of the universe. Is it's, that exactly. all these villains are using that power suck. Exactly. You know? So and, yeah. Well, that seems to be where um, Val kind yes. of maybe yes. stepped up. In yeah, that exactly. Five years. I mean, so that's saying, saying that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that was a seen... great time to say after Infinity War, why Hawkeye's going Ronan. Natasha's tying up loose into her past, finds out about Dracoff still alive, the Red Room's being used to, to do things over the globe. Because remember, the Avengers are spread thin in the beginning of Endgame after Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain Marvel off planet, Rhodey was chasing um Ronan, Hawkeye. I mean, no, although um, I I can see why they didn't, because I mean, at the beginning of Endgame, I mean, Nat was kind of feeling well, she was Cap's number two at that point. Yes. She was you know, like so while he's worrying about you know the bigger things and probably damage control in the public eye, she had to deal with the internal going ons and yeah. falling apart of the Avengers forum. So I I get that part. Of yeah, I, I do too. But impact wise, the movie would have had bigger impact in one of those two time frames. Not now. Even yeah. last year, who would have came out before you know Falcon Winter Soldier? Before- as, as long as he came out before Nat died. Yeah, exactly. The, for me, at exactly. least, like you know. Yeah. Because okay. we know, yeah. we know, we know what's gonna happen. I, I thought the end though was kind of a cool tie-in to say, "I'm gonna go break some people out of jail on a Quinjet." You know, that's we know probably that's probably the scene. Possibly at the times. Yeah, at the rafts when when yeah. Cap is breaking out. Yeah, everyone else from the rafts. So that's mm-hmm. probably the same time frame. That was cool, but they should have had more tie into that. Maybe mm-hmm. show us another Avenger. Maybe show us you know breaking someone out to kind of you know getting Cap meet up with Cap even to go break them out. That would have better been, absolutely. How yeah. good would that have been if Mason turned up with his Quinjet at the end and Cap was just standing there waiting? Yep, exactly. Uh, Natasha to get in. That would have been fantastic. But for obvious, you know, contractual reasons, I guess that's probably why he didn't show yep. up. Um, but um, I liked, I, I really enjoyed all those little tiny tie-ins. There was yes. tie-ins all over the movie. They were just everywhere. It was just like, they just keep reminding you that... Um, you know, this is part of this larger universe, and although we're coming back, down but that's from... what they should do with the movie. Yeah, of course like it is. Yeah, of course, you know, it is. because yeah. like Jerry said, it doesn't necessarily push the entire storyline of the universe forward. So a movie like this is perfect for tossing those in. You know, yeah, it just knits exactly. it together. It just knits it together. Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily moving it on. It's just knit, it's just knitting it together. Perfectly um, said. Yeah, and talking about um, talking about moving it on. Um, I was I, I kind of just typed this out in, in a response to somebody on our page earlier on. Um, and the, notice that the movie's called Black Widow and not Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, so it's mm. it's about Black Widow. Yep, it's not about. I know it is about Natasha. That's you know. I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably it's, a, yeah, it's, it's the purpasing movie. of the torch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think they did that brilliantly. So and and oh, so flawlessly. I'd yes. like. To, I mean, Florence Pugh. Yeah, oh, uh, there she is. I mean, <laughs> how good was she through the entire movie? I mean, I'm, absolutely. I, I, I was talking with Grant. He's got me going back to watching some other movies that she was in that I was yeah. never really aware of. And it, she's an amazing actor. Yes, in general. Is, I'm really is. excited to see her fill this role going forward. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think she was brilliant all the way through. I think her, I think her acting, I think her comic timing, I think the, um, uh, I mean, I don't know how much of her own stunt work she did, but, you know, it looked great, um, you know, when it, when she was doing her fight scenes and things like that. I thought she was absolutely spot on. Her whole demeanor she carried with it yeah. is very, you know, spot on for a Black Widow style character. It's, yeah. She's going to crush it even more. She was so, the star so, of the film for me. She was the star of the film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So touching on touching on her as well, and and we've kind of touched on the end credit scene already. Um, but that uh, that whole scene with Val turning up, obviously Yelena is obviously 
already working with Val yes. at that point. Mm -hmm. So we could assume that this that point when we just saw Val was around the kind of you know That's nine what I months to say too yes. about with the whole Val coming in thing. I I had a like a kind of theory idea, you know, going back with the way you know Black Widows kept getting pushed back and stuff. I think this was supposed to be the first time we yes. saw Val. It was, it was. Not, it was. you know that's what confirmed. I mean? Like so yeah that's confirmed. Like, yeah, yeah kind of yeah but yeah it was there's yeah I mean that is what it is but um so obviously that um that ties in with her appearance in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So she's obviously already got Yelena on board when yep. she goes to see John Walker. Yep. So is he the second person that's coming into a team? Is this the start of her building her team? What yep. team is it? Are we talking, you know, we've got to be talking Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers. Um, is Yelena going to be um, going after Clint in Hawkeye? Yep. So oh, in Apparently that's it is confirmed that she's showing up. I didn't look is into it. That. I didn't hear that. No, yeah. neither did I. Somebody did say that to me on the group the other day, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I must go and have a look." Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't. I didn't have a look. It does fit. I mean, now is she going to go after Hawkeye um, in in the Hawkeye TV series? And is that going to be? Is she going to have um, altercations with Kate Bishop? Um, you know, where is that going to go? That's going to be interesting to yep. see when she turns up next, and if. Uh, I should imagine, obviously, Clint is going to have to kind of talk her down and explain to her, you know, oh, okay, I wasn't really responsible for Nat's death. This is what happened. Yeah. You know? Um, so that would be an interesting conversation. I can I can see their personalities. I wonder I wonder if, really I mean, knowing how close Nat and Clint were and, you know, also how close Nat and Elena were, I wonder yeah. if they're going to be aware of each other, you know? If if Elena's going to know how close Clint was, and maybe that's why she's like, "How could you let this do this? You're supposed to be her, you know, best friend. Like, why yeah. did you let that happen?" You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think she seemed a bit. Um, she seemed a little bit uh, apprehensive to it all. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, apprehensive, but also yeah, apprehensive to go after. Yeah. Guy. But I also think she seemed ignorant to Natasha and and Clint's relationship because you know what are they? You know, the arrow holes, and then mm -hmm. you know she's talking about Clint a few times in the movie. Um, well, and actually, that's a great little. Sorry, go on. Did you have something? Remember talking about the relationship though? She kind of got an idea when they were hiding from Taskmaster in the subway in the, because the whole that's right. spots. Right there. So that's yeah. right. Good, um, good call. And that that leads in. That's a nice little segue um, into the Budapest Budapest um, yes. scenario. Budapest. <laughs> yeah, Budapest. So, by the way, so just so happy we finally got that out there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> me too. Yeah, and I mean, how do you know? I mean, great that we've had sort of um, a conclusion to what Budapest was. Exactly. Um, but I mean, how powerful was that as well? I mean, yeah. we all heard. We all know about Dracov's daughter. What is it about Dracos Daughter? We've been waiting since 2012 yeah. to find out what it was about Dracos Daughter. We saw that. And do you know what? I was I sat and watched that and I was like, whoa, you know, that's that's yeah. dark. It was it was dark, but also kind of sloppy later on because Elena called out Natasha saying you didn't confirm, you know, kind of like she kind of got sloppy, but she knew that she was defecting the shield, so she had her way out. So Elena did call, kind of call her out on that. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, th that that was a little bit out of character, but I'm glad it got called out. Yep. Otherwise, I think if it didn't get called out, everyone would have gone, how can a professional spy not confirm they're killed? You yeah, know? exactly. So there was, yeah. yeah, so I'm glad it kind of got called out and, and addressed in the movie. And and I think that's exactly why she kind of like done her job and then she was off, you yep. know, um, off to S.H.I.E.L.D. But um, I, was, I was saying to somebody the other day that I think other than the uh, WandaVision um, 
dealing with grief and loss yep. and that kind of uh, really touching, you know, a hard subject to deal with. I think this has probably been one of the most, um, or one of the, I don't want to use this word, but darkest things to deal with. I mean, yep. a lot of the sort of human trafficking and slavery thing at the yes. beginning, you know, that whole beginning credits. It was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And I think it, it did touch on a lot of very sensitive um, and, and, and hard hitting subjects that I don't think we've seen much of in the MCU. You know, we've had, you know, they're starting, they're, they're starting to you yeah. know, touch on some of these more serious, you know, and controversial type of, you know, emotions and exploring different alleyways yeah. with that and how to bring them to the forefront, which is, which is good in my opinion. I, yeah. I think it is much needed. It, it's what sets them aside more than just, you know, an action movie. And that's what I always liked about the comics is because the comics did touch on these type of things. It yes. made it real and it made it personal and, you know, and then also cool explosions and fighting too. But, <laughs> so Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more, Jason. I think yeah, you've, you've nailed that. Um, and I think that's, that's exactly what this did. Um, one last thing I would, I'd like to bring up um, is the vest. Yes. Mm, yes. I've got a vest. What a great touch. I mean, and, and it was great because you see, why is she talking about a vest in the yes. car? Like, it's, this is weird. And then she kept banging on about it, about the pockets and all of this. And you're like, what's going on? And do you know what? Even when she gave it to her at the end, she gave it to her at the end, didn't she? And I was like, what, what is it? And then the next scene, obviously, you see Natasha with the blonde hair. And I was like, yep. oh, the <laughs> vest. Yeah. And <laughs> and then, uh, I had the same train of thought. And she goes, what, what is she rambling on about this for? <laughs> yeah. And then I saw it, it, I'm like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it ties in Infinity War and Endgame, and you know, so yeah, that vest has seminal value. Nice. It was the first thing she bought as a person with free will. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Great. That's uh, so, just brilliant. Brilliant. I really, I really like that. Um, I tell you what, while talking about the free will thing, I'd like to touch on the 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 that whole mind control um, control yeah. thing and all of that because um I'd like to see if you guys can shed any light on it from the source material as to say whether that was kind of part of the story in the comics or in any of the source material that there was mind control going on with the at the red room oh absolutely that I mean that's the whole thing they they've always I mean the whole black widow you know growing up and stuff it was it was all mind control between them uh uh, but it was, Hydra, uh, you know, it was mind control, but it was more mind control like they kind of put in the films. I think the film kind of twisted a little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the yeah. same thing, I mean, because it's you know, obviously, it's the future now, too, so yep. it's more technology type yeah. of uh, you know, scientists, yeah, type of mind control. When and back then, it was literally going. like, well, you know, we're gonna, yep. we're gonna follow this, and yeah, you know, yeah, like, no, how, like when a soldier. Yes, yes, that's what I was getting at. Was it was the red room in the source material this kind of like old version of you know holding your eyes open and getting to watch films more manipulation Um, that way? Yes, manipulation that way, or was it or was it done via a injection or uh, yeah, it it was more of the old school manipulation type of scenarios. But I do like the the twist they put it and the way they put it, saying you know Natasha was the one that got away, so they had to safeguard it from happening again, which they did because you saw that one scene. And this did off the movie, no matter if they were after Natasha or with Natasha, she was always trying to save a life. And when a life got taken, it impacted her. Think yes. about the initial, the initial chase with uh, when they're in the yeah. house and then the widow's coming after her and she's trying to like, don't fall, trying to help her. And then she falls, Natasha's reaction. But then when the widow's on the ground, Natasha still goes to help, tries to help her. You know what I mean? So that whole thing—that's yeah, that's actually that's one of the reasons why I've always loved yeah. Black Widow as a character, I and mean, even in the comics, you know, she was always this cold, calculated thing. But every incident, 
it, it would have, like you said, it affect her, you know, personally and stuff. And, and they always had a brilliant way of showing that. And it, it balanced her character out beautifully. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, honestly, she had to see all those widows either. She could have just blown everything up and been, been done with it and, you know, moved on. But she made sure she saved the ladies, the other widows. She made sure she saved Jacob's daughter, set her free. So, you know, I like that thing with Natasha that they've even done the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish they showed a little more Hawkeye. Um, I wish they would have done more on the lines of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, mm-hmm. that whole rivalry, them after mm-hmm. each other, counter spy type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been yeah, really good. I wish they would have brought that into this film and, and done more Hawkeye, but, you know. Yeah, there could have been a nice little, it, it wouldn't have had to have been a great deal, but just yeah. a nice little to it and fro in of yep. them to. Yeah, yeah, that would have been nice, actually. That's a good That's a good shout. Um, there's one more thing I want to talk about, Yelena, and I've got one more subject that I want to pose to you guys and get you guys to talk about a little bit more. But um, the last thing about Yelena, and we've, I think Jason said something earlier, was but the whole superhero landing thing. And the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. When, she's first, when she's first describing it in the shop, She's in the shop. She goes, why do you do this thing with your hair? And she's like, what thing? She's like flicking her hair back. And I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> and, uh, I thought that was really funny. Uh, I mean, the whole superhero landing thing. But she so tried that's, become, that's become such a running gag with the yeah. MCU. Yeah. Now, you know, so Dead it was pool. really cool. They threw that in there. <laughs> yeah, cool. Superhero landing, superhero no. landing. Exactly. Oh, and oh, and when with Bucky finally pulling it off in the yeah. cup and with the soldier. Like, so. Yeah, that's it. So I think, that's, I think that was a really cool little touch. Um, but yeah, so the, the last thing I think we... Wait, real quick should, though, real quick though. The one thing before you go, I really want to touch on David Harbour and Red Garden. Uh, that, yes, that, yes, that was, yes. was okay. going to be my okay. thing. That was okay. going to be my thing. So I was going to say, um, let's talk about Red Garden. That was all I was going to say. Let's talk about Red Guardian. He so, absolutely... Oh, sure. yeah, oh, another, sure. yeah, another shining star of the film. And he really thought they were a family. Yes, they were a fake family. But he saw them as his family, right? Exactly. There was, they, there was no gray area for him. Yep. And they, he cared for them as if they were literally his own. Exactly. And they, they thought that, they, that he just moved on, had a glorious life, and threw them away. He was actually in prison, too. You know, he got turned on by Drake Hawk. He exactly. wanted to get back in. The whole, this whole scene, we saw him in jail. Um, and he's just arm wrestling people one after yeah. another. Well, that's what I loved about the way yeah. they did his character. I mean, he was such a perfect version of, you know, like an ultimate type of soldier, this yep. and that, and seriousness and getting the task done and stuff. But also, too, he, he played a great, almost comic, comedic relief type yes. of character as well. Yeah, it was a perfect yeah. balance for him. And I, I loved the way they did that. I, I, mean, I like the way you saw his development from, yep. from the flashback scene when he was yes. like very switched on, very yep. professional, you know, very focused on his task. And then obviously what 21 years in prison had done to him that had just kind of broken him. He was almost like a homeless drunk yes. overweight yeah. you know but yeah. just still with a little bit of super soldier serum in him you know he'd been rusty from fighting arm wrestling you know thugs in and I, I also i love how they didn't they didn't nerf him though no nope. you know they, they still kept it you know his strength and his abilities yeah, and exactly. stuff yeah sure he might have been rusty whatever but they you know they didn't take it away from him and rely too much on the comedy you do know? you think do you guys think because i've seen a couple of comments on our group um that uh, he wasn't given enough to do do you agree that he wasn't given enough to do, or do you think it was a nice balance? Um, you know, that he wasn't uh, I th- I think too much tough. of a focus. I think yeah. it's tough because you know, yeah, we griped about the whole, you know, you can't, you know, nerf a villain to make the star shine type of thing. But in this case, I think that would have taken away from Elena and Black Widow a little yes. bit. You know, so I, I think he had a great balance in the movie. But yeah, he, he did. I, I thought he had he had impact, right? That's what you want to see is impact. Exactly, and it meant scenes, something. He had impact, especially when he kept uh, having the whole ties to the Winter Guard. 
you know, we hear Crimson Diamond's name. Um, yeah. The arm wrestle guy he broke, I think that was supposed to be Ursa Major, I think. That's that's it, yeah, at least that's what I had. Yeah, uh, I, I thought but, too. Yeah, so they had those tidbits in the Winter Guard. I would love to see some kind of Disney Plus series on the Winter Guard. That'd you know, be fun. I think it'd be great. My all question, all this... though, is, is that, and Jason and I talked about this before in, in our chat group, is Taskmaster Shield, was that uh, Red Guardian Shield? Like, when Red Guardian got in prison, did Drakoff give... Uh, no, 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 it's, uh, I mean, well, going off of the comics. The comics, uh, no, but MCU-wise. Yeah, that, yeah, that might in the MCU, because I know in the comics, Taskmaster made his own shield. Yep. You know, he did and, everything himself. He stole the, the energy thing, pretty much yep. 3D printed it from yeah. what he stole from S.H.I.E.L.D. And, you know, and I was actually saying, that's one of the things I loved about Taskmaster is because it showed how amazing he was. He didn't have a vibranium S.H.I.E.L.D. like nope. Cap, so it didn't have the, you know, reflective properties and this and that, so he had to work extra hard to be able to mimic it you know okay so um uh, yeah i mean i i suppose maybe time will tell or it might be an unanswered question yeah um it might well but be also an another, question. another scene too with the uh, red guardian was when they were at uh millennia's house and uh yelena goes in the room to be by herself red guardian comes in and he's singing that song to kind of calm her down mm. you know to kind of to kind of break you know build that bridge back with her american, the pie. Report, american pie so those things were great and the fact that he didn't get an earpiece or was on the plan at the end, <laughs> that cracked me up too. Cause he's talking, you know, first he thinks Blackwood is or Natasha next to him in the cell. So he's talking, pouring his heart out to her. Ends up they did the whole face mask trick thing uh between Melania and Natasha. Then he thinks that Natasha is on or Natasha or Yelena, one of the two, is on the earpiece. So he's pouring his heart out again. But nope, he has no earpiece. Guy cannot catch a break, <laughs> but he had so much great impact in this film. Yeah, I agree. I, I really liked him. I thought he was really good. In fact, I really liked all the characters in the yes. movie. I thought all, all, all the act. I thought the acting was good. Mm -hmm. And do you know what? I'm not even really a Ray Winstone fan, but I thought he was done really well. And um, like a mafia type boss, he came off. Yeah, fast. definitely. And those um, vibe the the, the the little piece at the end um, with the triple cross that Jason yeah. was talking about. Um, I really liked it. Um, from so from my point of view as a as a uh, a British guy. Um, it gave me a little bit of Guy Ritchie snatch lock oh, stock. Yes. Those kind of very good shout. Yeah. yeah. Those little flashbacks to something that's been done and then it comes back and the villain's like, oh wait, or not the villain, but just anybody. Yeah. He's like, oh wait, what's going on? And then it kicked flash. I kind of like that. And then maybe I was giving forced to feel that or sense that because of Ray Winston and you know, you no, know, I, I, know think, I think it's like. spot on with that. I mean, I didn't yeah. really realize it in my head. I didn't make the connection, but I definitely had those feelings watching this with that as well. You know, that was a good call. I like that. Yeah. So as as much as there was, you know, uh, Mission Impossible, James Bond kind of vibes as well. I did. I think maybe because of Winston, get those same Lockstock snatch, yep. you know, kind of vibes as well. Yeah. But um. Do you know, I, I mean, look, I think we've got anything else you want to talk about. about well, I mean, I think I think we should just throw in, you know, before we end this up, you know, but the room is about the Black Widow, too. And you guys hear anything okay, new yeah. on that? I was reading some few things this morning, but like I said, it's been an early morning for me. But so I, th I think it would be great to see, you know, maybe a second one. I don't know how they would do it, if it would have to be another flashback. Uh, so All right, interesting. Now, it had to be Elena focused. Maybe her, you know, what happened after the events of Val at the grave or. You know what she's been doing. You know since she's has since like she has that already team up relationship with Val already. So it has to be more Yelena focused. Uh, I, that, I would like that. Honestly. Could 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 that be in the blip? Could that be the five years? 
It could I, be too. Yeah. It, and it and be, to be honest, I think that, that would be a great direction to go in where, you know, you keep the same title, but have it focused on a new character. Yes. Exactly what they're doing with Sam Wilson with Cap. The next Cap movie is going to be Sam Wilson focused. Yeah. You know? So I, I think that I think that would fit really well into the theme that, you know, MCU's taking now. Just, 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 on just make sure, just make sure they get the timing right and they don't nerf another villain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just going on something that Jarian, you said earlier, which which really I thought would be really interesting about the Hawkeye uh, Black Widow rivalry. Yes. And we could have seen that in this movie. Could we see a Yelena Kate Bishop Ooh, Carly, rivalry yes. as Black as Black Widow too? Send yes. that absolutely. Ooh. That'd be I just great. Thought that. just, yeah, that's just a good idea. Yeah, I know. That's why I was thinking. Um, Marvel, right. please give Andy a job. <laughs> Give us all one. Yeah, we'll yeah, all right. take one. Yeah, not just me. I, I want to take my team. I want to take my boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Wherever you go, brother. Yeah, definitely. Uh, listen, guys. I, you know, we've chatted there for like a good forty minutes there on um, on Black Widow, and you know, I think actually, Joan, you said it. You said it well there. We've got the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yes. I think we can do that with any movie, really. I think ugly. we can. I think. <laughs> I think we can look at this movie and we can say, right, the good, there's lots of good points. There was good acting. There was good characters. There was yes. good action. There was, it good was an theme. amazing film. Yeah, there was good themes. Um, the bad, yeah, okay, the timing maybe didn't feel great. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've had a, a, a bit of a, an issue with, um, uh, some people have said about certain characters' involvement. And then obviously we've got the ugly and it would be in the obvious you know the the turd in a punch bowl sort of thing, the um, the taskmaster uh, deal. But yep. do you know what? I think overall, personally, personally for me, and I'm a big kind of yep. espionage spy movie Same. type fan. I love the Mission Impossible's Bonds, Bonds, love it, love Winter Soldier. This for me does rate up there, and, and at the moment, and I know this you, is you, you want to grade it? How about how about we we all drop yeah. a grade for it? Yeah, I mean, right. I'm quite. I, I'm. I've, I've already said I'm giving. I'm going with a solid eight out of ten for this. And for me, whether this stands the test of time and stays in my top five Marvel movies, I don't know, because I don't. I think it's. It, there's a lot of things that come with it for me as well. It was my first trip back to the cinema. Um, I, I just really enjoy going to the cinema. I enjoy the process. Um, it was obviously the first Marvel feature length uh project for nearly two years yeah. so there was a lots of things that was in addition to what i thought was a good movie so let's see in six months time whether it's still for me whether it still sits up there for me but for me i'm going for an eight out of ten nice well, but what about you jaren who are you calling on for me this movie has timing issues they nerfed another villain you know mcu marvel's not learning from the mistakes in the past um, I, I love Natasha's role. I love Yelena. I love the core family. Um, it was too obvious the villain. Um, Taskmaster not being Tony Master was way too obvious because of the whole secrecy. You know, they didn't show any person at all. It was just the mask and the fighting. Yep. I felt they gave away too many fighting scenes in the trailers. Um, Natasha being the 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 main strong female in the MCU and even uh, Phase One, I think the only female. Uh, as part of the team, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Nice. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree literally with both of you. I mean, the negatives and the positives. Um, you know, obviously not happy about the whole Doombot approach to villains and stuff. But <laughs> uh, with me, with ranking things, I don't give tens because a 10 means there's absolutely zero room for growth. And I think this movie did have some room for growth, but they overall did an amazing job. I'd, I'd go 7.7. 7. 
<laughs> it's big enough. Throwing decimals, Jason. Wait, wait, wait. One second, one second. What would make it a 7.8? 7.8 is if they had given, you know, Harbour a little bit more. Fun. Okay, all right. Okay, I got you. Do you know what? Good reply. Good reply. Uh, Joan, did you want to say something yeah. before we wrap this up? Speaking of your Doombot thing, um, it's almost like they made Taskmaster a super adapt toy. Exactly. Film. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spot on. You um, it right there. Just, uh, just do me a favor because some of the feedback we've had, and I've tried to do it tonight I, in this episode, I'm not sure whether I've nailed it or not, but I've tried to do it, is when we talk about something that's from the comics, when yes, people yes. only watch MCU, they go, what the hell is that? So yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to personally it. apologize for that. You know, sometimes when that's, we get into these conversations, yeah. we get carried away and we forget not all of our members and fans, you know, follow the source material and stuff. So yeah, it I apologize. So with that in mind, give me, give me two sentences on what a super adapter is. Basically, it's what you saw with Taskmaster being technology based in the chip. They could basically counter, you know, do anything. They were basically a- adapting to any fighting style and that kind of stuff. Um, in the comics, I believe Yelena was replaced by a super adaptoid. Yes. Um, and if you watch the cartoons, and I can't think it was, if it's Avengers Assemble or Earth Mightiest Heroes, I think it is Mightiest Heroes. Um, that, yeah, that Justin Hammer Heroes. created an adaptoid as well. Who could yep. mimic all the Avengers moves and counter them as well? And, and yeah, the, whole, and the whole Doombot thing that I was going off of, you know, uh, Doctor Doom in the comics had, you know, this running thing where every time the Avengers or somebody would beat Doom, they'd find out that it was just a robot copy of them, and it, you know, it pretty much make have no impact on it because the real villain wasn't even there. So but, it's but, to me, it's just them using villains who don't make it doesn't matter if they're you know beaten or killed or whatever because they're disposable which 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 is why kevin feig and mcu and marvel if you want to get taskmaster right have this tie into some taskmaster program down the line that this was like the pilot for yes and that taskmaster really isn't a thunderbolts and he's with ross and we get tony masters right okay right right hold on kevin feig listen up yeah listen up so black widow 2 is the initial uh, competition between Yelena, a.k.a. Black Widow, and Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye, but actually Tony Masters is in the background who's running the Taskmaster program, and they have to then team up to fight him. Oh, yes. I like yes. that. Yes. And I repeat, Marvel, getting a new job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, guys. Look, listen, that's good. We've hit a 45-minute mark. I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about Black Widow. I think we've covered quite a lot of subjects. And hopefully there's some stuff in there that everyone can relate to. Yeah, whether they agree, whether they disagree, whatever. You know, the idea is, is that we get our things out there. People can listen. They can go, yeah, do you know what? That's a really good idea. I really enjoyed that. But, guys, listen, if you're listening, get on the group. Let us know what you think about this this episode. Let us know if you agree with anything any one of us said, or if you disagree, or if you've got any different thoughts, it'd be great to hear your feedback. Um, you happy, fellas? Should we uh, should we call this one a day? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, All right, and, uh, by the time we release this one, the spoiler ban will be up, so get to chatting on the group. Brilliant. Well done. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you from me. Thank you from these two. We'll see you again. Yeah.